Welcome to Superman and Lois, The New Adventures. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Back after a break from Superman and Lois to talk about Season 2, Episode 10, Bizarros in a Bizarro World. So this episode, uh, Superman races through the portal after Allie Alston, but when he arrives on the other side, he discovers everything on this parallel Earth is bizarre. Navigating his way through deceivingly familiar faces and landscapes, Superman goes on one wild ride in his fight to stop Allie from merging. This was directed by Louis Melito, who is a producer on Superman and Lois' first episode directed. Uh, Melito has previously directed lots of stuff, Lucifer, Gotham, CSI, a bunch more. Written by a couple Superman and Lois veterans as well. Showrunner Todd Helming, it's his sixth credit, and Brent Fletcher, who has his seventh credit in terms of writing on Superman and Lois. Uh, bit of a different episode. What would you think of this one? A very different episode. Uh, it was structured differently the pacing was different obviously it's extremely different because it's you know it's technically different characters everybody's playing different characters uh overall i i liked quite a bit of it um i'm not sure if it it's not exactly what i was looking for going to a bizarro world it was maybe a little bit more serious than what i was hoping for but it is i mean we're we're reaching the end of the season and there are some very serious things they need to deal with yeah i thought there was a lot of good stuff going on in here this is it's a very ambitious story, both in terms of uh, the actual content of the story and the way the story was told uh, in, a, in a different manner than what the story is. So this is definitely, as someone who likes kind of one-off episodes, especially if they fit into the overall story, I think this was a really cool attempt at doing something different. Um, a lot of episodes of Superman and Lois, I'm even seeing them multiple times, I kind of... Uh, don't know which is which, you know, when which happened because they just, it's one large story, you know, season one's got kind of 15 episodes and there's a few that stand out, you know, the best of Smallville, you know, that was the one that was heavy on Martha and young Clark. There was episode 11, a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events where you remember everything that happens in that episode and that specifically to that episode. Um, but they all kind of bun together like one long story for the most part, but this is definitely one that will stand out. And I like that they, they tried to do something like that and tried to do something that is a one-off, but it's still, you know, there's a couple minutes at the end, I guess that, that pushes the story forward. Um, but this has got, um, a lot of different things, cool things going for it. A lot of, I like that. I like a, just an attempt to mix things up. I don't know that everything worked in the episode, but a lot of stuff did. And, and sometimes it's just fun to try something a little different. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. This one is not one you're ever going to forget. You're going to remember this episode. And when you go to rewatch it, you're going to know most of the things that happen because it's so unique and different, like you said. Let's, uh, let's get into the plot of it. And um, I guess before before we dive into the specifics, you were saying you were expecting something different from the bizarre. What, what were you kind of expecting? I guess I I was thinking maybe there would be a little bit more humor about like the differences between the two planets, and you know, traditionally in comics, Bizarro does everything the opposite, and they speak opposite. They they here they handle it differently. They're just speaking, you know, literally reversed audio, which is a fine way to do it, and. There was some fun little moments, and there are there are some good little funny, uh, like throwaway lines, and then things being cubes. Especially later, they're playing billiards and they're using cubes to play with, which was uh, pretty funny to see. But yeah, I I don't know. I like I said, it's it needs to be serious because there's some really heavy stuff dealing with, and I do like the way that it is paralleling the stories that we have on our Earth, and we'll we'll get more into that as. Well. Yeah, I think the Bizarro. Overall, they, they still don't call it Bizarro in the show, but they did at least uh, on the screen. They, yeah. they listed Bizarro, so I guess we can call it that now. Um, 
yeah, this this whole world it was unique. I I don't know. I think I need to to talk it through a little bit here because uh, as soon as Superman arrives, he says everything is different. But I'm not sure everything is different. It's a lot more similar yeah. to our world than I thought. And and I guess we get into that. Yeah, if you want to be reductive, like the biggest difference is everybody is a goth on this planet. That is that seems to be the main difference. <laughs> yeah, definitely different style, uh, different different haircuts and different clothing. Um, slightly more red, although with a with a orangish color palette that the the sh- normal the show normally uses, it wasn't as extreme of a difference as you might expect. It was more of going from like an orange sun to a red sun instead of a right. a yellow sun to a red sun. Um, but there, there did some cool stuff in there. I mean, let's let's get into it now. So it picks up basically where the last episode ended. Uh, Superman has gone through the portal, and he he ends up in space for a little bit. And I I don't know if this like what this space in between is, but he looks like he goes through another portal again. And there's some maybe some spacesuits from some of the people who didn't make it. So this looks like where the normal people who don't have powers got torn apart and maybe died. Right. <laughs> and this is I think this is one thing that is. Uh, with the delays and the the breaks between the show, it was kind of tough to remember to get back everything is and when where everybody was, what everybody was doing, where these people came from, and especially the last episode didn't even have Superman in it really. This is setting up where he left at the start of the last one, so it's kind of it was kind of tough to to keep track of everything and with a non linear story that they told and with having the same actors playing multiple characters and bouncing around in the timeline i think a lot of that made tricky i think this will this will probably work better in a uh, in a binge yeah than trying to as a standalone episode because it was tough to to keep up with okay these people are laying here dead where right. they come from they try to come through the portal are those the ones that came through with in the last episode or all that was so i did have a lot of questions like that throughout the episode uh, i won't dwell on them too much but i think that was you know partially the delays partially the the structure of the story um that that caused that yeah and the one the worry that i have is you know casual worker watchers of this show who maybe you know go to get a snack during the commercial break and don't necessarily make it back right (laughs) uh when the scene starts they're gonna miss that little title screen that says this is a flashback of jonathan l and that's not actually the clark you know that is cal from this planet especially that very first flashback but we'll we'll talk about it when we get to there but yeah i could i could see this episode being yeah. pretty confusing to more casual watchers of this show yeah i mean even <laughs> i i was I, I first watch i had to re, normally i rewatch it a second time anyway but i had to yeah. for this one to catch everything that was going on because it is confusing when you got clark from from our earth but mixed with the bizarro versions and then you jump back in the timeline and other people show up and it, it kind of it was hurting my head yeah for parts of the, the episode and and trying to keep up with the zatanna speak yes I, I think we should call it it's more zatanna speak than bizarro speak but um yeah so we uh we're about five seconds into the episode so let's keep going uh he okay he lands in a cave and he is he's speaking backwards and everything is is backwards there um thinks he sees anderson's bones at this point i think um, but he he wants to go investigate stuff, so he flies out into space. The sun and the earth are cubes. Things are obviously very different here, and the sun is also red. He noticed. Uh, but he from there he goes to the fortress, and there's there's holograms of this Bizarro Cal and different things that he's done. I really like the visual of you kind of you get to read the because all the text is backwards, but you get to read it because you're behind it, and then you rotate to see that it's backwards. I, I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, but there's also a hologram of his mother there, and she wants to know. Did he send you my son? Um, she, she wants to know the fate of her son, who is Bizarro, basically. And she finds out that he, he died. Um, but yeah, Superman 
very quickly is able to to speak their language, which makes things nice so he can communicate on this planet. Yeah, this was a really cool opening. It felt very it's like, oh, it kind of felt like, oh, we're watching a Superman show here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this show this show's got a lot of different things going on there at, at different times, but this felt like, okay, Superman finds himself in a wacky, weird situation and he investigates a really cool this is one of my favorite just pure Superman scenes that we we've had so far he's had some cool action scenes and stuff like that um but this was one of my favorite like oh yeah here's we're setting up this mystery there's this investigate he's investigating he's looking he's smart he looks around i love that they had the cubed earth mm-hmm. and everything like that and, and i love that he was figuring stuff out and telling the audience i thought this was a really cool way to start the ocean. yeah especially since we're just coming off an episode that was very very light on the superman so it's it's pretty nice to see this um she she asked him if Allie Alston, uh, if her Oblivion Stone was destroyed. I have they called it the Oblivion Stone before? I can't remember. I don't know, yeah. but I, I don't tracking tracking the the MacGuffins is not one of my strong suits yeah. as a as an entertainment watcher. <laughs> and I, I don't think it's that important. The name of it is. Um, but yeah, so he has to tell her that her her son is dead. Um, but right then, inverse Jonathan Bizarro Jonathan shows up and he has powers and he's gonna fly them to the farm because they need to go looking for for Allie Allie. Uh, has been alert out for Clark. So uh, it's, I I kind of like Bizarro Jonathan's look, his leather jacket and like punk look. He's more punk than goth uh, than the other people on this show. So I kind of, kind of dig it. I, I like, they get into that later when the costume and everything, but I like that he specifically didn't want to just be called Superboy and wanted his own unique costume and went his own direction rather than just copying his dad. I think that's really cool. I like that he, he, did something obviously that's inspired by Superman with his symbol and everything, but it's his own thing. Yeah. Uh, but back at the farm, things that the house looks destroyed. Basically, everything's broken. The barn looks like it almost burned down. And uh, Bizarro Jonathan kind of fills Clark in on what's been going on. Um, and Clark has to tell him that his dad died. But he, Jonathan says they they didn't get along that well, and he doesn't seem too torn up about it. He almost seems like it was inevitable to. Um, and that's when Bizarro Lois shows up. And I, I think we go to commercial break and we come back and we get the first of the title cards that we'll have throughout this episode where it's it just says Bizarro Jonathan L. And so we get these little flashback, very extended flashback scene, um, which is kind of the, the structure of the episode going forward. So the, the whole Bizarro family is showing up to a big group of adoring fans and someone's falling from a building. And so Jonathan saves him. And that's how they find out that he's now got his powers which was that's a pretty impressive way to reveal that you have powers to just fly off it definitely i don't know if it had been developing for longer or if that just all of a sudden came on but that was a it's cool to see that happen um and they decide that they need to call in deb to design a costume and that's where we get the the look that we were talking about earlier with his his leather jacket and red pants and yeah he doesn't want to be called superboy he wants to be john l son of kal-el yeah so the whole family kent I guess the L family. I don't know if Jonathan and Martha raised Clark on this, or if Clark even exists on this universe, or or what that's all about. Um, but they seem very similar for the most part uh, to the ones we know. Maybe a little more violent later, especially different things. But they're kind of like the same one. They're just interested in fame and like they would want to be social media stars or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, there's there's definitely big differences between them, but most of the like fundamental facts about the family are the same as on our earth um 
Yeah, Lois is almost different at all. Right. I mean, I mean, different haircut, like like we said, but she's about the same character. It's tough to tell which Lois you're watching. Yeah, same with Jordan, too. And he, he really has a pretty small part in this episode, especially because this version doesn't have powers. So other than not having powers, he seems like almost the same character as the one from our Earth. Sam Lane. Right. <laughs> Sam Lane. Yeah. yeah. And that's interesting. I, I um, This is a bigger look at the episode, but there's... um. The start Superman says everything is different here, but it looks different in in certain ways. But um, this is a me problem. But when we're dealing with alternate realities slash bizarro versions, I I way overthink it instead of just enjoying for the ride. And it is um it's if it's opposites, why would Superman and Lois get together and why they had kids and go to the same farm and all that stuff? Um, and I guess they do show later how it falls apart and stuff. So I think it's tricky to uh to balance it but i think the show does an okay job of similar but different enough yeah it's yeah it it is a very tricky balance too because you still want it to be relatable and i think if we're speaking about the episode as a whole i think they're obviously trying to grow or show parallels between this father-son relationship between cal Mm -hmm. and our clark and jonathan because both of those relationships are very for different reasons obviously but um, so there's not too much that you can change if you want to. I, I think this is going to be a learning moment for Clark to figure out that maybe he's being too hard on his hope. That's what he takes for this. So those things need to still happen and you keep kind of that dynamic. So it is a tricky balance. Absolutely. If there was a narrative point to this episode other than to have fun, which is totally fine, um, I would think it would be that he sees how if he lets his relationship with John get strained, how that can cause problems. Yeah. And so that that's like the main thing. I don't know that much else really applies going forward but i think that does we'll see uh so getting back to it jonathan he has his his leather jacket he's getting more famous than his dad he has come up with like a gang sign almost like he's he puts his (laughs) fingers together to make like the symbol i I tried to do it i I think i have carpal tunnel now from trying to do it but he he looks pretty i don't want to say cool when he's doing it but he looks like he can do it (laughs) it's not Yeah, I think you've said enough. <laughs> yeah. I, he, it looks like he can do it. Uh, but yeah, so he, he gets into a big fight with his dad, but he doesn't understand him. His dad just famous and do photo shoots. Jonathan is the one who wants to be saving people. Um, but this is when the bad happens. His girlfriend introduces him to Allie Alston. And he, it seems like he had good intentions. He wanted to, to save a lot of people, but this is not the right way to go about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that Jonathan wanted to save people. He seemed to be enjoying the fame. That's true. Just as much or more than, than Superman. Um, he wanted to be free i think that's part of the argument there is he wanted to be free to do whatever he wanted and superman and lois only wanted him to use his powers under supervision and he just kind of wanted to be free so i don't know that i think he seemed to be having the fame as many yeah it, going back to our conversation we're just having about like this relationship paralleling the one on earth it was still a little upsetting like just because we've had so many stories in a row of well episodes in a row of clark being mad at john and like mm-hmm. showing that anger i was hoping that the inverse version of that we would get to see a healthy happy relationship between the two of them but yeah. no it's just more it's more tyler hecklin yelling at his son so <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little um, depressing that's that's a good point that's not the opposite uh yeah and that yeah that's not the opposite it's more rather than these characters being opposites they're more heightened that's versions yeah, that's a good way to put it. of themselves i guess would be the the way to describe it. Um, but the the flashback ends and Bizarro Lois is tells Clark that John's working for Allie and he he knocks her out and asks where the pendants are. So pretty quick, the jig is up. He We know that this Jonathan is not on the up and up. And that was a lot of different idioms smashed together. But he's he's a bad guy. Yeah. And this episode does um, rush through a lot of backstory on the Bizarro world pretty quickly. And there's a couple 
instances where it's clunky. Uh, but for the most part, I think it did a good job of doing that. And we kind of know enough to, to figure out where these characters are coming from in this world. Yeah, with the amount of time they were given, I, I think they did, like you said, a fairly good job, especially because they have so many different characters that they want to go through and tell backstory. So smashing that all together, I would love to see like a double length extended version of this. I, I don't think that's, I mean, that's not going to happen. That's not out there, but it would be cool to like see a movie length episode set in this bizarro world or a two-parter but two-parter yeah. would yeah yeah there's they probably could have done it. um but i'm fine getting back to our yeah that's uh so next up is the flashback of bizarro lois lane so she's she is leaving cal and she's taking jordan he is starting to look not so great um he's been on the kryptonite he's starting to develop his tick and being paler so looking more and more like the bizarro that we knew for uh, who showed up on our earth but she she's mad at him because of all the photo shoots and the kryptonite and flying all over the world but never being at home and they get into a pretty big argument uh it's very good acting and swing but again just a little depressing to see them, <laughs> see these they basically look exactly the same as the two characters that you know and love and them screaming at each other is not not super happy yeah um but yeah jonathan has left it pens out on him and says that jonathan never felt seen or heard and that's why he left and this is where we see cal burn down the bar with his or the barn with heat breath uh so she she leaves there and she goes to bizarro sam Lane who, as far as I can tell, the, the words on his arm are backwards. He's still a general in charge of the DoD. Even the DoD backwards is still DoD. I, <laughs> so I, I don't really know what the big difference is, but uh, it, it was kind of cool back in, in charge again and to have him involved in it. Uh, but Jonathan shows up there, and he's with Bizarro Lana, who has powers on the, in there. They want the XK, which is kept in uh, this world, sort of 4377, instead of Kryptonite. Uh, and Lois tries to chalk Jonathan down. And it, it seems like it was working for a second, but it doesn't work. Uh, and then we find out that Allie has found a portal. Cal shows up to Lois and Sam, and he now looks exactly like the Bizarro we know. I think the effects from the Kryptonite have completely taken over. Um, so, but he is very remorseful, and he wants to go save Jonathan and go steal the pendant and go to our Earth. Yeah. So this part was the a prequel to season two of <laughs> Superman and Lois. Yeah. Um, I think it, again, I'm always I'm always curious to see how this stuff lines up with a with the version of Bizarro we met earlier in the season. Yeah. I think of all the flashbacks, this was maybe my, I don't know, maybe the weakest. We don't really learn anything about this Lois that is different from our Lois. We don't learn a ton of information about the story. It's not bad, and it was still, but I think of all the flashbacks, and it's it's the one in the middle of the episode, so that's, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's the one that is very hard to differentiate between mm -hmm. our Earth, a lot of the characters and stuff. The the one thing it does bring up, the question I had after this is, so he, because he's taking all these kryptonite inhalers, he ends up looking like that and having all those terrible side effects. Is something similar going to happen to the people taking XK on our planet? I don't I don't think we have quite figured out what the long-term long -term effects of those are. Yeah, we haven't really seen any, but this is the first evidence to suggest, you know, if John had stayed on XK or Timmy or Anderson, um, yeah. even more and more XK, they would turn into these, um, they would start to have the issues that the bizarro Superman had. Yeah. Uh, but Lois's flashback ends. We're back in current time and Jonathan is beating up Clark. Uh, he wants to know where Anderson and the pendants are and Anderson shows up and he's wearing the pendant. Both questions. Uh, but Anderson is still speaking backwards. And so we get to our, our next flashback and that is the flashback to General Anderson. So he, he goes through the portal like we saw before and bizarro Alley is there and wants to know where her other half is. Uh, he can't talk to them or understand them. He doesn't have Superman's ability to... <laughs> Anderson tries to bizarro self, and Jonathan is forced to kill the bizarro Anderson before they can 
merge and that's the first person I ever killed and that seems like maybe it it changed something about him and completely unredeemable anymore but he is definitely uh, a pretty bad person after that yeah that that is a good point about the speaking um superman did a very good job of not only backwardsing his speak very quickly but even getting in like the ums and the ahs and stuff that's that seems really hard that seems really tricky that he was able to do that but very impressive but we you know we know going back to last season he's very quick at at learning languages i suppose speaking backwards he could pick up pretty quickly yep it's uh they don't call him super for nothing uh but we we meet up with bizarro chrissy chrissy beppo and she's running a very busy paper in smallville that's uh that's why it's different instead of a dead paper it's busy <laughs> i get it <laughs> uh, and i get it so anderson shows up and he's <laughs> he's asking for lois uh but chrissy sends him away to keep him si- safe but tells him with a secret note how to find bizarro lois uh so they meet up and she hides anderson with with sam and jordan and anderson tells him that bizarro is dead and he starts crying about it so this is i think the first time we see that maybe he's remorseful about what happened and what he did and i think right here he has figured out that superman is clark kent on his earth and that this is his family on earth or the inverse version yeah. of this is his family yeah starting to put that together uh that scene does give us a nod to olsen mm. the first time there's been a, a mention of olsen there and then we see janet who was uh lois's producer on oh gosh let me get this right she was lois's producer i everything is merging together the bizarre world the main world and the the world that john henry is from but she was janet was janet was the producer of lois's tv show when she first interviewed superman in season uh so she's back um but yeah a fun look at i guess smallville is kind of a i don't know if smallville is a bigger city or if it's just a happening hub Mm -hmm. in this um world because of the mines or if um they just already had all those sets and locations, so that was easier. Or, or, or what the the narrative reason is there? But there's a lot going on in Smallville. It, it makes perfect sense on the Bizarro world that Smallville would be a really big town. So I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, but Anderson's flashback ends. We're back in current day again, and he shows up and knocks out Jonathan. And he tells Clark, "You were right, and we can't let Allie get the pendants." So and- Anderson did flip flop a yes. little bit because he was all in. On, you know, he was a fan of Superman. Then he was all in with Allie, and now he's flip flopped very quickly. I was going to say maybe that's a side effect of the inhalers, but he was doing that before he was on that stuff. <laughs> uh, speaking of inhalers, he only has one left, and they said something about they were trying to heal him up, but it's not in the cards anymore. So I, I don't know if he is like has some sort of illness that's going to kill him because he's been taking so many inhalers and not like maybe he's in withdrawal, and if he stops taking, he's going to die. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't know if it was that. I kind of took it almost like he felt like he was on a suicide mission. He can't really. Yeah. He didn't feel he could go back to his earth where he is. He got he got in some trouble. You know, he went AWOL with the military at the end there and, yeah. and all sorts of other stuff. So he's he's in for some war crimes or who knows what, um, whatever he did there. But uh, so I think he's ready to, to help Superman. Yeah. And, you know, even though we com- maybe complained a little bit about him flip-flopping, this, this was a really nice moment between him and Clark where, he, you know, he explains that he's figured out that the Kents are his family on earth and he finally understands why clark has been keeping things from him and he apologizes and he truly does seem to be very remorseful and apologetic about it so it was still a nice moment and it really shows you know what makes superman so awesome where he he realizes like you would still risk everything Mm -hmm. to try to save my life even after everything i've done and he's like yo man i've been telling you that that's what i do you didn't believe me (laughs) but it's really what i do (laughs) so yeah really a really cool moment yeah i love that 
Uh, but Allie and her crew show up. They've, they've got both Allies. They've got Bizarro Talro and Bizarro Lana with them. And Jonathan's restraints don't hold him. He breaks out and he joins up. So they've, they're all over there on the other side. Anderson comes out and starts fighting with Jonathan. Um, and he tells Clark, get back to our Earth. And so he, he flies up into the air with Jonathan, taking him out of uh, action for a bit while Clark fights with Lana and Talro. Uh, but it doesn't last too long because Jonathan takes out Anderson, takes the pendant from Clark, and gives it to the alleys so that they can start merging. And we still don't know what this merging is about. They've been talking about it a long yeah. time. <laughs> Becoming your whole self, something, float in the air in a bubble for a while. Presumably there's more to that. Um, but that's all they... We still don't know what this merging is all about, but everybody needs to merge. Yeah. Whatever it is, can't be good because Superman doesn't want it to happen. Uh, and then we get the very last flashback of the episode uh, of Bizarro Talro. So interesting way to end the episode. Um, his we go all the way back to Cal telling him that Lois is pregnant before the the boys are born. And there's a nice funny lo- line where Tal talks about how he doesn't want to host the ESPYs again because Jordan Michael was a jerk and jokes weren't funny. So I don't know that made me crack up. Uh, so does that mean Michael Jordan? Are they saying Michael Jordan? I, that's what is I is nice. Or are they are they saying Michael Jordan is a jerk since it's not that different? <laughs> These are the things I overthink. Right. When you when you do this. Uh yeah. It I don't know why it's it shouldn't be as funny as it is, but just reversing Michael Jordan's name to make it Jordan Michael for whatever reason gets me. Um Lana is a waitress at the bar that they're at and she hits on Tal and we get a jump cut flash forward to their wedding. Uh and then we flash forward again and then they've been married for a while and Tal is trying to convince Cal and this is pretty close to the end, Cal, because he's got his bizarro makeup on. And he's trying to convince Cal that Allie is correct, or at least Lana thinks that Allie is correct. It, it seems like Tal is maybe a little unsure about it. Um, but Cal L tells him to, to get out of there. Uh, there's one other quick little thing in here. We, we see a, a bowl that says crypto backwards, and there's a cat eating out of it. So that was a, a fun little touch. Uh, and then we end the flashback with Tal Rowe back in current day again. And Clark is trying to reason with this bizarro Lana and Talro, he tells him that his Jonathan is a good kid. And it looks like Talro is trying to make up for maybe the ways that he wronged his version of Cal. And he blows Lana away and tells Clark to get out of there and to save your son. And we see Clark. Yeah, a lot of domestic violence. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when uh, Clark was fighting with Lana, he was not pulling his punches at all. He was hitting her pretty hard. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Tal and Lana and there was John attacking Lois. Yeah. <clears throat> and some other stuff. Uh, but Clark flies back through the portal, uh, and we end the episode with almost, it looks like a horror trailer because it keeps cutting to black and changing things over and over. And it's Bizarro Jonathan. He's shown up on Earth. He has one of the pendants, and he wants to merge with our Jonathan. Nito, does this, does John L know what the merging does? I, probably. Can he tell us? I think most people, it's oh, okay. pretty self explanatory. <laughs> well, she does have like a billion followers on the Bizarro world. Right. Do they, did she tell them what the merging is or provide? Um, but yeah, uh, I, I did wonder at the end there if it was like a commentary on crisis yeah. where Ali said, we're not eliminating, we're combining the best of both. So I didn't, I didn't know if that was like a commentary on crisis or just a coincidence or on shared universes in general, or if it's a commentary on any of that. But I did think it was interesting there, uh, cause they did eliminate Earths in crisis on infinite Earths right. and merged and presumably did try to get the best of both. And now you've got the villain with the same plan uh, as what happened in crisis. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. It might've just been a coincidence. Either way, it is still, it's a pretty nice way to try to sum up maybe what the goal was with crisis. Um, but bringing up crisis just adds a little more, another layer of strangeness when you're trying to think about this earth, bizarro earth 
uh, right. uh, John Henry Iron's Earth, and then everything pre-crisis. So yeah, it, it's probably best not to think too deeply about it. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we're still learning about the main Earth, and so thinking about too many other ones makes my heads head start to hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's it for this episode in terms of questions or anything like that. We'll get a little look at the next episode. We'll do some Easter egg and comic book stuff. Um, not a ton. I think we talked about Olsen, perhaps a nod to Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. I don't know if, if there was, he was supposed to be in there because Chrissy calls out for Olsen and then it's silence. So I don't know what that was about. There's a President Seinfeld. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, famously a uh, big Superman fan. You can see Superman in just about every episode of Seinfeld. Uh, he's done, they've done commercials together. And um, I don't know if he has political experience on that earth or if it's uh, just a TV personality without any experience or knowledge getting uh, the president job. But that happened. Um, yeah, I didn't think a ton of other stuff. What did you think, uh, bizarro-wise, what what were you wanting? <laughs> there wasn't a ton of fun. You wanted more, like, goofiness, silliness with the bizarro concept and yeah, and all that. I Because all of the characters, and it, it makes sense, like we said, because they're trying to tell a par- parallel story. They don't have a ton of time to do it because it has to be in this one episode. But all of the characters seem to have extremely normal motivations human motivations human thought processes whereas the bizarro that i'm used to from the comics the way that they those characters think and act and even look a lot of times are so different and alien from our planet that it it lends some more humor but it also lends like a more of a feeling of differentness and this really is a a strange bizarre world that we found ourselves on and it's it's easy to get lost and to not understand what's going on um whereas i think clark even like in this episode he shows up and you know 15 seconds later he is speaking the language and is just fine navigating his way around this world other than it looks like a cube so i think it's hard to ask for in a a 42 minute episode of a tv show to completely build out and flesh out a, a really weird bizarro planet but maybe they could have done slightly more but that being said this this was still a pretty a pretty good episode definitely unique yeah i think it's tough to take the bizarro concept very seriously yeah and that's what and not have any fun with it. and this is a very serious show and that's they try to do that and i think the, ep- the episode does it pretty well it does lead to a lot of questions um superman had superman in the red sun apparently john henry's rv headlights are more powerful yeah. red sun than than the red sun on this planet um Lots of little questions like that. I do wish, yeah, this this is definitely not the comic book bizarro. And comic book bizarro has been done a few different ways. Um, but this is a very different and more serious take on it. And I do wish they had a little bit more of the the comic book elements. I was surprised by the square earth. I liked that, mm-hmm. the cube earth. Um, but there's, you know, potential for ridiculous things. Like um, in All-Star Superman, there's the bizarro world. There is a whole bizarro justice league including the flash yeah. who moves slower than the snail <laughs> and uh you know there was no fun stuff like that you know i didn't know if superman would have powers on the bizarro world at all or or how all that worked or anything and they played it almost more like a an alternate universe that is similar than a completely you know a comic book bizarro different type thing yeah. um but yeah next episode episode 11 truth and consequences there's a, a little teaser for it. Not much to go on as usual. Not much to go on, but what there is doesn't give me a 
ton of hope, I guess, about what I wanted the next upbeat. It seems like the family are just all mad at each <laughs> other, and Jonathan and Clark are still yelling and mad at each other. I was hoping he would have, you know, seen how bad it can be on the Bizarro Earth and changed his tune. Maybe we'll see him make an attempt at that, and Jonathan does something to mess it up. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a ten second clip. <laughs> yeah, I like I like your note. <laughs> yeah, they always play up the drama in the. Right, they they play the intense moments in these teasers, but I liked your note how it said the family are all mad at each other question yeah. mark, which uh, that's kind of the, I, I think that's kind of the theme for this show in general. Um, they're they're not they, you don't get a lot of warm fuzzy moments between them. You do get some, but sometimes they're they're few and far apart, and it's uh it's a lot of the people being mad at each yeah. other and, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's assuming assuming there will be a, a happy resolution at some point that they're all back together after at least 30 days and 30 nights apart yeah all right well that is all we have for today thanks for listening and we'll be back soon